0: Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, The Wine Coach. I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine, one glass at a time, so expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, food, and so much more. Today's show is our Mad Men episode. So we're going to be talking cocktails, not wine. And I am anticipating the March 25th premiere. It's season five and everybody's been waiting for Mad Men on AMC to restart. So today we're going to taste some Mad Men inspired cocktails with Doug Atwell of Rye Bar. And then Judy Gelman, author of the unofficial Mad Men cookbook, will give us some great ideas to cook up for your premiere party I'm having one, so this is all great information for me too. And for the sip of the week, I have Doug Atwell of Rye Bar. He's a managing partner and head executive bartender we were talking about. You can check him out at ryebaltimore.com and had him in studio to bring us some real authentic traditional Mad Men cocktails. Believe it or not, and he's going to tell us more, Rye Whiskey comes from this area and you've built your whole bar around that concept and bringing it back to Baltimore. So welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome. So Mad Men season premiere is on the 25th, but you're also involved in an event on the 20th of March called Drink Like a, M- a Mad Men, right?
1: That's right. Um uh Christine Stutz from uh, Liquid Culture is doing this event at the Marquee Lounge in the Creative Alliance on yeah Tuesday the twentieth, and um, she's going to join
0: us in a little bit and yeah. talk more about the event. So you're going to be profiling five traditional cocktails, mm-hmm. and today we're going to make one of them right here in studio and taste it.
1: We're going to make one, um, and it's a I admit maybe a little self serving that we're doing the the rye. Okay. cocktail. Uh we're doing five cocktails for the event. We're doing Perfect. um the Manhattan mm-hmm. Sidecar, Stinger, Tom Collins, and Vodka Gimlin. Awesome. Um, I remember
0: my parents drinking a lot of Tom Collins.
1: That brings <laughs> back some memories. memories. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> in um, the blender. And it's a nice mix of uh gin drinks, whiskey drinks, vodka. We're just trying to hit the, the spectrum of everything that was being had during that time period in the sixties.
0: Awesome. What what got you interested you know, a lot of the cocktails went a whole different direction, right, in the sort of modern, and these are much more traditional. What got you interested in, in it was, really featuring that?
1: It was probably what got a lot of the other um, mixologists, if you want to call them that, or, or bartenders that I know in this city or other other cities. Uh, a lot of it was trips to New York. Um, my, I had a very good friend up there who was in law school at the time, took me to Uh, a place called Little Branch, which was Hmm. owned and operated by a guy named Sasha Petrosky, who opened a now, like, seminal Touchstone uh, cocktail bar called Milk and Honey around 2000, 2001, I think. Wow. Um, And it was having some of these classic drinks, and I can remember, you know, sitting at a a very, like, comfy, dimly lit booth (laughs) and having, like, a cash-only, like, 10-item cocktail menu put in front of me, going down, like, stairs into, like, a little basement bar. Like a speakeasy, um, like very speakeasy feel, I love very that. very classic, and I uh, I would I would say at the time like I'd always been kind of a throwback person, like I appreciated older things, the retro. Yeah, and it was um, experiences like that 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 got me interested in classic cocktails, and particularly after 2000, 2000 to two thousand ten, you saw a lot of uh, a lot of other people with a similar interest starting these bars in – boston philadelphia dc right and it was really just a matter of time before it it hit baltimore and, and you're
0: part of the baltimore bartenders guild that just started up yeah so yeah
1: i think I, I believe brendan and and Corey from uh woodbury started that about a year ago but it really didn't hit their stride and they really didn't start attracting like the right amount of memberships until a few months ago and Great. it was uh john from bad decisions and John Blair. From, I love that from, name for a bar. <laughs> it's not a bad name.
0: Yes, it's sometimes true. Well, tell me about the Manhattan and how we make this traditional drink. Uh,
1: the Manhattan's made with was originally made with rye whiskey. Um, <laughs> during once rye whiskey kind of fell out of of uh, fashion in like the uh, '60s and '70s, and and bourbon really took over. Um, bourbon being craft distilled in, you know, uh, Kentucky. Uh, you stop seeing Manhattan's made with rye, and you started seeing it made with bourbon. Rye whiskey was the traditional, original way of making this drink as far back as 1880 was uh, is is the time period credited with the creation of Manhattan. Great. But, but rye has this huge history with Maryland, um, Maryland, Virginia, and Pennsylvania being huge producers of rye wheat um, mm. during the pre-Civil War era, and rye whiskey was really the the, the, the largest whiskey consumed in like this geographical area just because it was what we made here. Right. So things would travel down the Susque- Susquehanna River and then get distilled in, in distilleries around Baltimore and around the Chesapeake.
0: Okay. So the main of the drink, we've got two ounces of rye. That's the base of the Manhattan.
1: Yeah. We're using um, Rittenhouse Rye Whiskey, which was really originally made in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, okay. was later like a lot of other things gobbled up after Prohibition by bourbon distillers in, in Kentucky. Um, is now made there like pretty much most every other rye that awesome. exists right now. Um, two ounces of the Rittenhouse, one ounce of, uh, sweet vermouth. In this case, we're using Carpana Antica, which is kind of like the gold standard of sweet vermouth at the moment. Nice. And the traditional Angostura bitters. We use two dashes of that. Okay. And this is, uh, this is a stirred drink. And. Oh, so you pan, put some ice in there. We put some ice in the glass. And we give it a stir with the. And does nice it have bit. to be
0: a special kind of ice?
1: It, harder ice, uh, will yield a less diluted drink. Okay. If you're using softer, um, like chip ice, you okay. see? Okay. But if you're using something out of like a, like cubes. a home ice cube tray, like solid, nice solid cubes, you're not going to get your drink watered down that much. Awesome. Um,
0: so stirred, not shaken.
1: Stirred, not shaken. All right. Um, we will shake them, mart- uh, a Manhattan at rye if people request, but we okay. give them a funny look. Um, and then we use a of strainer on top of that. And, and
0: you have a little cherry in there.
1: We have a little cherry on a pick, a nice uh, Luxardo Maraschino cherry.
0: All right. Well, all of the ingredients to make this Manhattan can be found at Wells Discount Liquors. Check them out at wellswine.com. You can also get the recipe for this Manhattan on thewinecoach.com and find out more about Doug there, too. Tell us a little bit more about Rye Bar and what folks can expect if they come out and visit you.
1: Um, one of the truly great things about Rybar is, uh, we have this carefully cultivated collection of different liquor and liqueurs. So we get a lot of people coming in asking for things that they find like in an old book, or that they see on a television show, or in a movie. Wow! Um, particularly like the like the Vesper is a, is a James Bond from Casino Royale. It's you know, but it uses an obscure ingredient, ingredient called Lillet Blanc. Okay, which, which is a fortified, which you really in France not, is big. In France My it leg. would be huge, yeah. but you would probably not find in a lot of bars. Okay. Um things like creme de violette for an aviation, which is one of the drinks we feature in our, in our co- uh, classics cocktail class that we're running this month. Great. Um that pretty much not a lot of bars are are, are really going to carry. Okay. Um the other thing that we try to do with with rye is uh one of the things we saw particularly in the city, you can get a well-made drink at a lot of other restaurants. And cocktail programs are a part of like the general oh. restaurant like at places like woodbury and and b and o and uh Mr. Raines on top of the visionary Arts museum they but there wasn't really a, a place that was like a standalone just cocktail bar like this was the focus right. of of that establishment, and that's really what we wanted to to bring to Baltimore. Great. And you're doing food pairings too, right? We do, do, um, some food. We do mostly small plates or like, uh, appetizer style things. We have like flatbreads, bruschetta. Great. Cornbread, but some more like comfort food based things. Awesome. We'll... No. go ahead.
0: If folks want to find <laughs> you, how can they find you?
1: Uh, we're at 807 South Broadway. We're right on the square in Fells Point. I mean, awesome. it's a it's a huge drinking destination already. <laughs> I if, love that.
0: Drinking destination. If,
1: if you're going to be down there and you plan on <laughs> bar hopping, uh please stop by at the, like the beginning of your night or the end of your night. And, you know, you can either start it right with a very well-made drink or you can finish it with a very well-made drink. I mean, that's up to you.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. It's ba- com if they want to check you out online. Thanks a lot.
1: No problem. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, The Wine Coach, each week, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com.